If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to Perfect Mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real, so let's be perfect. Let me start by saying that we love y'all. We're grateful for the opportunity to be anywhere sharing our thoughts, hopefully in helping you realize that you are perfect. And the reason why we can unapologetically jump on and say this every week without any hesitation is because I know and he knows that you are one of one. You cannot be replicated, duplicated. And the only reason you would think that you're not perfect is if you're looking at somebody else and saying, I'm not like them. But guess what? You are you and you are what's needed. And of course, it's yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood real estate broker. And I have my boy, Jay Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher. And we about to get on here and talk about the game of winning. The game of winning. What up, Jay? Yeah, what up? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to all my perfect people in perfect land, doing perfect things as always, because you can't do nothing but be perfect. And yeah, man, it's, a, it's another perfect Sunday, another another day to just talk about some some good good old good stuff. Good old good stuff. Now, I will say one thing before we get into it, bro. Like, I be so uh, energized when the song come on. Yeah. I always think, what if I don't pull us up on the screen whenever the song stops? <laughs> it just be blank. Because I be so into it, I always got to remember. But anyways, man, the game of winning. The game. The game. I, I, I just like the fact that when we talk about winning, we say game with it. And the reason why, and I'll just kind of tell you off the top is because um, one thing that always plays in my head whenever I'm trying to strategically plan or I'm trying to bring something else to the forefront, I always think about how I play games. Yeah. And the reality of it is, in my life, all the games that I play, every time I sat down to play them, I was trying to get to the last level and beat the game. And then when I think about the game of life, which what we're talking about, how sometimes I get to a level and I'll be like, eh, I don't want to play that level right now. I only want to find out the shortcuts. So when we talk about the game of women winning, um, it's intriguing to me because that is how I kind of look at life in a sense as well, or anything that we're trying to achieve. But go ahead, bro. What you got on your mind? Yeah, man. It, it's so much. So I, I, I'll start here. Like <laughs> I think either last week or the week before last, we were talking about, um, you know, getting in the game. Like you, like if you if you're not in the game, whatever game that is, you can't succeed at the game. Um, but like you said, it's a game. It's, it's, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be played well. And, you know, if you lose at the game, you just lose. That's it. You just you move on, you play again or you move to another game. And so so one is recognizing what game you're in and if you intend to be. And a lot of times we're in a game that we didn't choose the rules. We didn't choose anything. And we're trying to win where everything is stacked against us. But so but, but before that, um I think you shared a story either on here or you told me personally of this, like this millionaire or, or, or something. He, he wanted to see if he could still make a million dollars without being a millionaire. Nobody knows who he was. And he went and I think you said he borrowed a pen from somebody. He, oh, he's like, can I have a pen or something? And then he, he got a pen finally. And then he uh, started he tried to sell the pen for a dollar or something. And then he used that to get a water yeah. bottle. So that used that to yeah. get more water. bottle. So I, the, the point I'm trying to make here is. He could have stopped at um, asking people for a pen, and that just would have been the game that he was playing for the rest of his life. Just keep asking for pens. I'm going to get all the pens. Or he could have moved up to the water bottles, and he just, oh, I'm making money from water bottles. I'm, I'm, I'm staying here. And I bring that up because the game that we were in, we, we, we were meant to be in it for the time being, but 
we probably weren't meant to be in it for this long. Like it, it's it's time for us to go to the next next game. But go ahead. So so yeah, and just kind of Hera's story that thing in just so that way you know. And I the reason why I found out about this guy that we're talking about is because my son he's kind of taken back by a lot of internet people that he likes and one of the people and again i like the fact that he likes him because i like the mentality that this guy has but this guy essentially he 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 kind of announced to america i'm going to show you how i can go from from california which was the beach of venice beach i believe all the way to new york with just one penny and essentially that's what he did he started out with a penny and he he got a pen from somebody he was like hey here here's a penny for that pen then he went to other people and tried to sell the pen for a dollar. Like, hey, man, I need some help. Can y'all give me a dollar? Because I'm thirsty, but I give y'all a pen in exchange. So when he got the dollar, then he went to go start to buy water. And then he just kind of repeated the process until he had enough money to get him, uh, um, I think it was like a, either a hotel or a car to the next state over or the next city over, which he went and stayed. And he started his process there with just different stuff. And I, I just thought it was amazing because even to your point, and, and the point that I was making at the very beginning, sometimes we get to a level and the level seems too hard, right? The level seems like it's more than I want to do. And we would kind of just lay it down or we would just keep playing that level and over, over and over again, not paying attention to the details and figuring out the shortcut, right? I, I love Mario. Like when you played Mario when we were kids on Nintendo, the old school Nintendo, Nintendo, however you said it on our song at one time. <laughs> um, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, that Nintendo. So like when we played that game the first few times before we beat it, it was a struggle, like going through all the levels, but we got through it. But then once you beat the game, you start playing the game for different reasons. And you might say, you know what? I only want to play the stage where the flying fish are. Or I only want to go straight to the end. And because of that, the game changed. The way we played the game changed. We started to say, you know what? Let me find out the shortcuts. Let me find the fastest way. And I think that's a part of what you're talking about and the part that we kind of miss out on is that we forget to reevaluate and see what makes sense in this game for us to be in a winning formula for us to get to what we're trying to get to. Go ahead, Jay. But not only that, just the game that you're playing, like you said, like bringing up Mario Brothers. Uh, would you play Mario Brothers for the rest of your life every day? You probably get tired of it. You know where everything is. You know every level. You know everything possible more than you even plan to know uh, because who goes in a game and say, I'm going to learn everything possible? No, you just want to beat it. But sometimes you, you'll lose sight of that initial goal and you're stuck in the game again where you just you just didn't mean to be. And you, you look at your life like, why is my life like this? It's because the parameters of the game. Like you can't really go outside of the parameters of the game. So it, so that the thing is change the game that you're playing so that it, it's more aligned with the rewards that you would want from playing the game which is a, a big, big thing to show, you know, how we can become so stagnant again. You could be winning in the place that you're in, but it's not the results that you want. You know, at the end of the day, like I said, I could just want to go to the flying fish stage. And after I finish with that, I might have a craving to do more, but I might just keep doing the same stage over and over again, just because I don't, I haven't, you know, I haven't figured it out, but I, I guess that's where, for, for me specifically, um, I feel like I've been plagued a lot of the time, too. You know, and I think it, it's more than just playing a game that I don't want to play, um, playing more games that I don't want to play, which means I might be playing Mario and trying to, I might be trying to play the PlayStation and Nintendo all at the same time. And I think that's part of a formula that has not worked for me in the past. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of times, right, like we're, we're playing the game that was that we perceived that we were supposed to play without without saying that we can start our own game if we could you know do something different. So for an example, um, like maybe the generation before us, pensions were a thing. Like you work for a certain amount of time, you get a pension, you you cool for the rest of your life. And then our generation, there there's no pensions, so you know you have to play a new game <laughs> if you're going to play the game of you know working at a job at a nine to five. There there's each game has its own set of rules, but you play it bait like nobody willingly just chose this. Well, not, I won't say that some people willingly chose the game, but it's only because they thought this was the only game that can be played. And it's not. And, and, I, and I guess uh, one example is like you go to a casino 
and roulette. Roulette, I feel, is like one of the easiest games to win if you bet on red and black. You, it's like it, it looks like it's a 50-50 chance. But they have two green things at the end. Like they have a zero and a double zero that messes up the odds. So the odds are always in the house's favor. Like you might have like a 47% chance of winning. They have a 53% chance of winning. So over time, they're going to win. Like if you if you keep playing long enough, you might you might have some wins, but they're going to win over time. And so within the game that you're playing, the step or the, the first thing should be how do I improve my odds or how do I lessen my odds on the downside or improve it on the upside? Go ahead. So I guess that's where we need to get into. So, so number one, like when it comes to the game of winning, like how do you decide which game is your game? Like what is the determining factor to say, you know what, I have all of these different, I got Mario, I got Contra, I got, you know, I got Donkey Kong, and I like all of them. And, you know, at the end, you know, I think I feel, the, you know, the gratitude if I beat them all. But, you know, I'm trying to win, I'm trying to maximize my winning, and how do I choose what game is going to be the right game to play? Yeah, so... Yeah, even before choosing the game, is knowing what you want. You know what I mean? Like, if you know you want to be the best Sega Genesis player and you play Nintendo games, it's like, nah, you 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 you're you're messing yourself up. You could never be the best Genesis player if you play. Oh, good. If you play Nintendo games. No, no, I, I just want to add to what you're saying. And the reason why I asked that question, even though you are right, knowing what you want, I think a problem for us all is sometimes even outside of what we want, we would pick up that controller. Like, just because it just seems like a good idea. It's not It's not what I want, but that mug just seems like a good idea. I just think that I need to do this because it's going to make what I really want easier. And, you know, again, prime suspect and example of that is, now, I'm grateful for what we got in our process. Like, the reason why we came up with Every Child Wins because it was a pathway for our regular music. So we picked up another game. And again, fortunately, the game just happens to be Sonic. It's just a good game. And, you know, eventually if we can play that game to its end, then we can reap what we want. But it wasn't the game that should have taken our prominent attention. So I guess when you say what you want, I, I know that that's important. But how do we get past that initial feeling that we have that continuously pulls us from game to game because they seem like they would be easier or they seem like they would be just a better pathway to go. So, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. Like, and I feel like everybody can relate to this. You might have a game that you play really well. You play a game really well. And there are people at that game that are making a lot of money, for instance, or, or not even money. They're getting the type of rewards that you will want that you personally want. Um, but they're doing it in the game that you are you're very good at that you play very well. But you might not be passionate about playing the game. Like you know, man, I can I can play the mess out this game, but that doesn't wake you up in the morning. It's, it's it, it becomes a burden, but it, it just doesn't wake you up. But there's something that right now you be like, oh, I would love to do this. I would love to see if I can succeed in this. I would I would love to do that. But either in in your in your current mindset it doesn't look like it's possible or you don't know how to go about it. So you might stop yourself and say, well, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm good at this one game. I'm going to keep playing this game that I'm good at instead of following what gets you excited to put a lot of energy in at the particular time. You know, what it makes me think about is, uh, you know, uh, often I go and speak at different schools to talk to kids. Uh, but not, I, not only, not only do I go speak whenever I go to speak, I'm not generally the only person that speaks in most cases. Sometimes I am, but a lot of cases I'm not. And, you know, the way that I like and or think about this conversation is every single speaker that's going in is going in to play the same game. And we're all trying to accomplish a goal. We want to accomplish a goal. Right. And I think about the game that I choose to play in order to connect with the kids. And the reason I point this out is because we're not all choosing. I see my camera went out. We're not all choosing the same, you know, the same game. And we're wanting certain results, but 
just looking into it the way that we're looking into it. Like, okay, I want the kids to laugh or I want the kids to pay attention or, uh, you know, all these different things that kind of go through your head. And for myself, one of the things that I always know that we're attuned to is money. Kids are as attuned to money as adults are. So the game that I generally play is let me throw money out so that way I can get their attention to teach them, right? And uh, one of the things that I normally say, hey, if y'all listen to me this entire during this entire presentation, I'll tell y'all how I made $10,000 in 10 minutes. And from that point forward, they're like 100% locked in. And I don't even have to talk about money. That's not the game that I'm playing. It's really just, you know, educating them and then using that as a tool. And I, I, the only reason I bring all of that up is because I think that's, you know, for I, a, a lot of people to go do the same thing just to kind of break out how the games could be so different, even looking in, in the same area. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, and and so like at times and I, I'm, I'm guilty of this where I'll be playing a certain game of life in, within life. And um, I'll see someone that 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 seems like they're playing the same game, but they're, they're doing it a bit different. And I'll start to compare myself in that second. Like, oh, man, they're doing this. I got to do this. But if I was to start doing that, then I would no longer be playing my game. I would be playing a totally different game that just doesn't just doesn't benefit me in, in any way. And I've I've done this before. I've, I've made the mistake of changing games mid-game into a game that I didn't want to play, that I never wanted to play. And if you stay on that course, it's gonna it, you're going to feel miserable about it until you finally say enough is good enough. I'm playing my game. No, I, I agree. Just like Mario, you know, if you accidentally go to the stage where the, the where the castle is a maze and you got to pick the right way, you might be like, I did not want to do this right now. You know what I mean? But I think that, you know, again, to your point, understanding what you want is very important. Like I said, for me, whenever I go speak to kids, the thing that I want more than anything is for them to pay attention. And I know how kids are attention they don't always have the greatest attention span but somebody else's game plan when we go to speak might be like i just want to give them all this information not thinking about playing this game if i just give them the information it's not it's going to uh it's going to uh it's not going to it's not it's not going to resonate with them the right way you know what i'm saying and so i think that's a big part of it as well go ahead jay yeah, that's, that's my bad. I, I hit the wrong button on something uh, when the camera did that. But yeah, so but speaking of the game, right, the, the thing that that I guess the, the, the moment that hit me like the hardest or the brightest, however you want to say it this past week, is the, the game of winning. And what I mean is stacking the odds in your favor. And I'll, I'll give an example. Um, I'm a music artist, been a music artist for, for some time. Um, and I've put out an album by myself. Even before that, me and you put out like projects together, mixtapes and all of that. And one thing is, if you, well, just personally speaking, if you put out something like he, and it doesn't do as well as you would have liked, it could be very draining. It's like, oh man, this, this, is, this is a tough project. I mean, this is a, a tough thing to go to. I put resources through it. I put that. But in the times that I did it, the odds were stacked against me heavily. Yeah. And I didn't realize yeah. it because I, I didn't I didn't make clear for what I wanted. I didn't make it known clear for um, what I was willing to accept, what I was willing to lose on the like again. That's that that's that bottom end. So I guess let me give an example. Like put it like this: I want to write a book, and yeah. I was like, okay, what would it take for me to write a book right now? I want to get paid to write a book. I don't want to just write a book and and not get paid for it. I know that publishers yeah. sometimes give people deals to write books. They'll even give them an advance. So I was like, huh, that is a favorable thing because that way I can at least, I won't waste, I don't know, let's say it, it takes two months for me to write a book. Instead of me writing a book and then trying to sell it to people or, or trying to then market it to a publisher or then trying to do whatever steps I want, why not reverse that? Why not put the odds in my favor where if I write the book, I'm only writing the book because I'm getting paid to write the book and anything extra will become from residuals. Uh, and so I started going down this path to see, is this possible? I found out it is possible. We know everything is possible, but I found out it is possible. And so I started going down this path and I'm I'm, it, I'm excited about it. Like I don't know where it's going to lead. I have no yeah. expectations, but 
what I would let, let's say the only thing that I would lose, I guess, risk in the game is just time of trying to play it. But I'm having so much joy playing it. I'm still getting what I want, which, which overall is just endless joy, peace, peace of mind, peace of heart. Um, so I say that to say, like, start analyzing every game that you're playing and see if there's a way that you can increase the odds that you get exactly what you want while also lessening the odds that you don't. I, and and I would even go as far to say, and you can't hear me though, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. I would even also go as far as to say to really look at everything like it's a game that you're playing. Like look at everything like it's a game that you're playing because I think when you start to do that, you can start to see number one, you 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 will look you will see what makes sense for you, but you'll also see how you can level up. And I think that was the biggest part of this entire game of winning for me was. Now I know that I live my life the way that I live it. I also can relate it to games, honestly, that I played my entire life. And now I start to see all of these little mad marks, like on Mario getting a mushroom to make you get big. Like I literally can start to see things along the way, which a lot of times for me is just the details of my business or whatever it is, even in crafting music that I can hit in order to level myself up and get me to the next level but i not only that i will still feel the the right amount of joy or the joy that i was looking for along the way um there's a certain you know the the thing that everybody like to talk about is dopamine like the dopamine in your in your mind like whenever you whenever you uh have, have something good happen to you because of something you've done how it flows through you and it's just like a video game like when you beat level one whether you celebrate or not you're internally happy right but when we're living the life that we live and we're trying to play this game of winning, we haven't broke the details down to see what level one really looks like. We don't we haven't given ourselves that mile marker so that way we could, number one, have a clear goal on how to get there. But not only that, feel that invisible uh, amount of dopamine that kind of pumps through our body to elevate us and move us on to the next level. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, one thing I like is like when you're when you're starting off in something and you don't know any information or you're playing a new game, you're willing to just try stuff. Like it, it could be very unorthodox. Experienced players are like, why is he doing it like that? Like they, like he doesn't know better, but it might still work because it's so unorthodox and, it, and, and you're not tied to all of these expectations that it might work. So for example, um, again, let's break up music. Uh, and we, we, we told this, uh, this story before, but I want to tell it from this perspective. Troy and I needed money to film a video. Uh, we wanted to shoot our, our yep. first video for, for a song that everyone loved that was a club hit, everything. We didn't have the money to do it. So we were like, okay, what we got? Yep. We pressed up some CDs that, that cost like a dollar a piece, or even, it actually, it cost less than a dollar a CD to, to burn it and press it, put a label on it and everything. And even if we sold it for a dollar, we would still be making uh, like 75 cent profit. So uh, yep. so we were like, okay, let's, let's, let's try to sell. We would... We would sell what we were, but the problem was it wasn't enough people. And like we would get yes, but we would have to get through a certain amount of no's. So it's like, OK, well, let's increase our odds. Let's go to where there's a lot of people. So like we started going to maybe like the movie theaters on Saturday nights and stuff. And we, we would sell. Uh, we went to spring break and then they told us, man, what you need to do, come down here during Memorial Day weekend because it's wall to wall people. So we're like for real. So we we made enough money on the spring break trip to then come back on this um <laughs> right to, to come to come to miami again right back for, the, for memorial day weekend and uh it was water wall people and just like we thought we got a lot of no's but then we started getting a lot of yeses but because we were running into the same people after a while those previous no's turned to yeses because they they got to, to um their odds increased they knew we weren't scamming them they knew it had to be something on the cd yeah. or else they would have never saw us again like they like all of these odds increased and we made our money plus some plus more than we ever intended. Um, and, and, and I said it to say, like, sometimes when we're playing these games, we're just, we're just doing what we always do. We're playing the same strategy we always play without realizing, OK, this is what I really want. How can I increase my odds in getting what I want in this particular game? But you want me to tell you what's funny about this, this, the, the actual scenario that you're giving when I think about it and I even think about a game. We knew what the levels were like as we start to go. And, and that's what I'm saying. We. First of all, we didn't have to do it that way. 
You know, it was always other ways to go about the way that we did it. But the, the pathway that we chose, we knew that the levels were going to be fun to us. And then we put them in the we put them into play and we just we kind of just did them. And along the way, every single time we we hit it, there was a level of dopamine that was pumping through us. Like, man, I'm like you can just feel the energy around us, whether we had money or not, because the level was so fun. The game was so fun. And the the craziest part about it, when the game stopped, for us, for me specifically, there was a big letdown. I was like, dang, where's yeah. the game? You know what I mean? And that and I think that's part of the other a thing of knowing you know what you want like there was no it truly was no money thing for us you know what i mean it truly was no video thing for us we we just put these 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 you know these mile markers along the way for us to play the game that we wanted to play which you know it was fun go ahead jay right but, but not only that like we we knew what we were comfortable of losing or not losing. So, for example, we did things to protect that downside. Like after our pockets got so full, we need to go to the hotel room and drop this money off because if somebody rob us, we're going to be devastated. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like we, we went at regular intervals even before our pockets got full because we knew what we were willing to lose. Also, like there were certain opportunities where we could have, quote unquote, won more like people stopping us with the with the dice game and like, Hey, look, look how easy this is. You want to play like, no, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, but that, but sometimes in certain games, we might see that as an opportunity to gain big without mm -hmm. taking into consideration what we're willing to lose. And if we play when we're not willing to lose what that losing side is, the odds are again, stacked against us. And so it's like, if you, if you start taking that odds approach, like, okay, how can I increase my odds in winning? while hedging off the downside and i know it sounds like i'm talking stocks but that too like it's it, like everything can be applied to that if you when you really look at it you're like wow i'm 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 going uphill my entire life when i could just be running downhill with these like the house okay so let's talk about this now then right so we we we've kind of talked about our past and the way that we played the game the way that we've looked at it and we've also talked about kind of now you know just the the thinking process of it uh just a little bit but i guess you know for you and i or for anybody that's listening like first we need to determine what we want and what that looks like and don't you know i would encourage not to use money as the tool or the avenue which again if that's what it is for you then cool um but i would i would literally you know dig down and say you know this game that I'm playing, using me in real estate as an example, and I, I, I've kind of told you this. Um, when I first became a realtor, I became a realtor because my mentality was it's the easy way to make money, right? That's kind of how I, I thought about it. Um, but as I started making money, I started realizing that maybe I don't want to do this for a long time. Maybe I don't want to, you know, get to doing this because there was not a, a, a enough money that I could make that was going to make me happy playing the game. And so what I had to figure out was in this job that I've chosen, in this career that I've chosen, what is it that I love or what is it about it that is for me? And so I started to kind of look back and see the things in my life that have brought me the most joy. Now, this is all in the process of me trying to find the game that I wanted to play because I was already playing the game, but I had to figure out why I wanted to keep playing it. And so what I realized is, okay, okay, Troy, your entire life, you've been a motivator. You like talking to people, helping them overcome goals or overcome obstacles. And then, you know, you created all these different avenues so that way you can do it. Does that make sense in real estate? And what I, what I came to found is, you know, a lot of realtors, the biggest thing that they love to do is list the property. And the reason why is because listing a property is more hands off. Like you still have a certain amount of attention to detail that you still pay for your clients, but still it's a lot hands off versus riding around and showing people houses. But the beautiful thing is for me and where I was able to find the game that I wanted to play was that even though it's more strenuous to ride around and show people houses, there is a relationship that gets developed along that process even more when you're working with a buyer. Then not only that, there are obstacles that they have to overcome in the process of buying a home that just kind of pop up that you can never 
you know, anticipate or be prepared for. And so what I found in it is I love to help them get past it because it's right in line with the way that I love for my life to be. And then not only that, the end result to see the smile on somebody's face once they got to that end result was, I feel like, more happy for me than it was for them in a lot of cases. And so the reason why I point all that out is because I had to find myself in that game. I had to find what I liked about the game so that way I can start to put things in place for me to continuously grow or level up. And I think that, again, key is it wasn't about money. Now, if money is my main factor in life, then cool. You know, that that's I, I need to figure out how to make that make sense for me. But in real estate, it was more about the educational motivating that I was able to, I mean, straightforward tied to what I want out of life for me to be able to uh, play this game. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, so so two things. Well, one, um, I, I like that. And I know you weren't in this situation, but if somebody felt like they were in a game that they can't quit, they can't quit this particular game. Like you said, well, well what about this game do I love? So I can I can do that, and then I'm, I'm content playing the game, even if it's not for me to play this long term. I'm content playing it for right now. And um, the 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 second thing that I was thinking about when you said that, like you like motivating people, um, and and talking of odds and, and increasing your chances of succeeding. Like for example, let's say there's a certain type of person or t- certain type of people you want to motivate, or a certain type of people you want to ingratiate yourself with. Then you can say, oh, okay, I'm going to target. These type of people so that no matter what, I can still continue to sell houses and I can also do this thing. Or like if it's about money, um, for example, you 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 said before you wanted to be a million dollar real estate agent. And so the question would be, have you sold Have you listed or, or done any deals with properties over a million dollars? And I know for sure the answer is yes for you. But if it wasn't, the question would then be, well, why not? If I want to be this, why not target this? For, for example, and yeah, it, it's like, it, it's, it's really looking at that. And it's that simple because I, I, I would assume, and this is just me from the outside looking in, um, you would still do like just about the same level of work for a $5,000 property or $18 million property. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there, there'll be different things, but it's like if, if for example, the example time and money was your goal, then it's like, okay, I gotta I gotta maximize this and play this game this way, but targeting these group of people too, so that I can also ingratiate myself with these type of people. So it's it's little things, little factors that we don't realize that it's easy for us to pivot to and we can still get the same result, but we we increase our chances of, of winning. So I want to touch on a couple of things that you said because I'm gonna say that I am wholeheartedly in agreement with you on all on everything that you said. And uh I wanna go to the point and it's some a point that we kind of made at the beginning how i was saying that a lot of times we get into games because we're thinking something different and you said you know sometimes i mean i don't know how you said it but i know what you were saying that you know you might be in a game that you you might not feel like it's the right game for you but you find what you love in it because you were you know kind of uh paraphrasing what i'm saying but the point that you're making um is right and I would even go as far as to say for for myself number one like don't again I, i'm i'm don't play games that you know absolutely that you like if you know up front that you don't want to do that much don't play it like even now when i if i'm picking a game if i'm picking a game out to play like on playstation now plus with my kids like i don't pick any game to play i'm literally gonna like i'm going to anticipate which one i think is going to be the most fun for me Cause I don't even want to waste time playing a game. And so to that point, like you might end up in a game that you don't want to play. It's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Turn that game off, hit reset, put another game in, in it. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just switch the game up. Uh, but then also to the point that I was making for myself is that real estate was only for me in the beginning because of money. And I couldn't see anything else. I couldn't even see if there was an opportunity for me to like it because I hadn't given myself the option to do that because my I was only, I was tunnel vision focused. Now, this is the beauty of it. I told you that I found what I love in it. And then there are times when I've been even more happy than the people that I work for. But just to even go a step further there is 
because I opened myself up for what I was actually looking for in real estate. It opened me up for other things outside of real estate that led me down the same path. See, before I became a realtor, I never did career days. I never did. I worked for Chase. I was a manager for years. I worked for City. I was a manager for years. And I was a career, you know, whatever you want to call it, a career manager at the time. But I never did that. And again, one of the things that brings me the most joy is going to talk to kids, right? Um, even when it comes to the the not talking to kids, but the engagements that I've been able to speak at. I never did that before I became a realtor. Now, you could say that it's because I became a realtor, but it's not. Because when I first became a realtor, those things were not prominent in my life at that time either. The thing that happened was I realized how being a realtor made sense to me. I realized the game that I truly was playing. And because of that, and I realized what I was looking at, now those other opportunities start to become prominent right in front of my, they start to become there. And so now I've been able to walk myself into or be pulled into all these different avenues of opportunity because now I know the game that I'm playing. It had nothing to do with real estate. I could have done this anywhere. I could have done it at Chase if I had realized at the time. Now, again, I didn't like driving to work. I didn't like having a boss, all of these different things. So I had to take that, that cartridge out and put a new cartridge in for one that made sense for me. But had I not taken that cartridge out, cartridge out and I said, you know what, Troy, the reason you're a manager is because you like helping people versus you're a manager because it's your job then that would have changed the whole dynamic of my life and the way that I was moving at the time. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, 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 and a lot of people, again, that don't know well, it's too far. A lot of people don't know that they can, you know, change the game up, but also you don't know which game you'll love until you, you play it. Like, so like sometimes people are like, man, I would love to play this game, but nah, I can't right now. Cause I'm busy playing this other game. And it's like, but if, if you, if you really feel that way, Play it. Just play one round. You know, go go over somebody's house that has that game loaded up and, and play with them real quick just to get a feel for it. Like, like there's things that you could do to put yourself in that position to, to, to again, get what you want. And and winning is what you want. Now, the, the parameters of winning is different for everybody. It could be, it could be, again, it could be peace of mind. It could be joy. It could be being surrounded by family and loved ones. It could be living alone. It could, like, whatever your idea of winning is start looking at it and seeing how you can increase the odds on both sides, like increase the odds of you winning and getting at and decreasing the odds of you not. All right. I want to uh, shout out Loretta. Appreciate you joining us today. She says, yes, love is always the highest motivation behind what we, what we do. Appreciate and I also want to, I, I, I love, again, I, I can't say what you said cause you just be saying it so well, but I'm, I'm going to say this, man. Like, I'm going to call myself to the carpet because I always be on my son about this, right? And it's funny that, you know, right now, he I have a five-year-old son. His name is Brody Washington. Love my guy. This guy, he uh, he has 2K. We got him 2K on his PlayStation 5. Yeah, he have a PlayStation 5 at five years old. It's crazy. I know. But the thing is, he likes playing 2K, but he always has to play 2K with two remotes. Now, if I jump on the game with him, he'll play with me. But if I even get close to his score, he's going to cry. He's going to cry. Or if I play, you know, Fortnite with him and I eliminate him, he's going to cry. It's just, it's just kind of how it goes. But he himself knows that I would rather just play this by myself. I would rather play it with two remotes so I can be in control of the entire situation. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you're never going to get better if you play this way. Like, that's how I feel about it, right? I want you to be able to play with anybody, not with just with two remotes, so that way you can control the outcome. But when I think about this conversation that we're having, and then also thinking about, you know, what I just told you when it came to the dynamic of my business, I'm, I've been controlling the situation in a way that going to make me happy and that I can always win, right? Because if I, if I told myself that, the only way that I can be happy is if I was selling a house, then I would probably be miserable, right? But what I said is every time that I get to talk to somebody about this, it brings me joy. So now I'm geared to just talking to people about real estate all the time. And I've, I've, I've shifted the dynamic of my business and the way that I move. And 
a byproduct of that will be me selling houses. And my son says, I'm, I don't want to play the game with you because I don't want to lose. I'd rather play the game with myself. Now, the part that I'm missing is that even if he's playing the game with himself and he's always winning, he always stands to get better because he stays in a loving and a joyous type of mentality for himself to be able to grow the way that he wants to. And, you know, again, it's just a lesson that I get to take for myself today. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, I love that Brody did that. Like, yeah, he he won't lose. He'll, or he, he'll control who he wants to win and who he wants to lose at that time. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and like you said, and I also want to throw out the possibility that I, I know I know you said, um, like, you if you set the parameter that, that you'll only be happy if you sell more, more uh, houses, that's still not necessarily a, a bad thing if you ask yourself, well, you know, how can I how can I just stay happy? You know, like like just asking the question of certain games can make new solutions come better. Like you might be like, well, I could I could sell a whole block. You know what I mean? Like at one time I, I wouldn't know how to do that, but I'm just giving an example. Um, no, no, it, no. It, it, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I, I was going to say I'm in I'm in complete agreement with you. I, in my, but in my mind, I think it's a stepping stone. So yeah. the the part that you're talking about is a question that I ask myself once I feel like I'm in the game that I like to play, right? So in real estate, it was not about the money. Now again, I would like to make the million dollars, right? But the thing was, I couldn't get myself up to try to make the million dollars because I didn't like the game that I was playing. And I couldn't. I, I I wasn't. I wasn't mentally prepared to ask myself, "How can I do this in a joyous way?" Because I was only looking at the task at hand, right? You know, like or what I felt like was the 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 the. I'm gonna say problem. But once I was able to say, "I know why I like this." Now there's another level to that. That's what we start talking about the levels. Oh no, I'm happy doing this now. Now let me put. Now I can. How can I sell a million dollars? Worth the house is this way. Because if I can do this, that's the ultimate. And now I start to figure out that next level on how to move. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's always another level of questioning, I guess, that you can ask yourself. Like, you could be like, well, how can I sell a thousand houses without selling a thousand houses? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, and I'm giving an example, but these, these are things I've asked myself. So, like, the, 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 the way I got the book idea, right? The, um, trying to write a book, but don't write a book unless I'm getting paid to it. Cause like I said, I, I, I would love to write a book, but I don't want to just, you know, spend time doing it if I'm, cause I still, I still want to get my rewards from somewhere. Uh, so like that would, that would stop that. But if I'm getting my rewards in that, it would. So I was thinking about some of the freelance work I do and how I do it is I'll, somebody post a job and I'll submit a proposal. And, um, and then if they agree to the proposal, then I'll do the work, get paid. Now it's to me, not where I was thinking about it this way, even with an album, a book or an album, I make the book or album. And then I'm saying, I'm going to these people that say, Hey, do you want this thing in this format that I submitted for you? You know what I mean? Like, they're like, nah, that's not what I want. But it, but if, but if, if I did that the other way around and if I shot a proposal, like, Oh, okay. Uh, I want this to write a book or I'll, I'll write this type of book for this amount of price for this amount of, mo of money. Um, it just it just changes everything. It changes the dynamic. Everyone's happy. They get what they want. I get what I want. It's, it's the peace of mind. And but not only that, like I get to set the parameters of that situation. So so when I'm bidding for these jobs, for example, some people want it a lot lower. And it's like, nah, because if I do that, I'm not going to be happy doing this. And then I'm probably just not going to do it. And I'm going to get bad reviews. So it's like, no, I, I, I'll do it for this. If you can't meet me here. Uh, maybe if you throw in this too, we can, you know, you, you can start to negotiate from that point, but it's knowing what you want and then setting the parameters for that, for you to win. Yeah. So for me, what I hear again, and it's the same thing that I, and I, and I also would say that this is something that you do all the way until you get to whatever your end point is. And that's really just continuously ask yourself those questions. Like, like and and the thing is, you got to be honest, because I have not always been honest, bro. Like I have asked myself if I like doing something that I'm doing, and I've said yes, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I've literally told, I've literally talked to people before in my past, you know, and said, 
that something was cool that was not cool. And I think that, you know, a big, a big part of, of, of that for yourself is really realizing that this game is not my game. Yeah. Regardless of what it looks like on the outside, regardless of what I may have led people up to believe. Because, again, a lot of this is weight that we're just carrying because of stuff that we've been doing. I even have people that's around me that say, I don't want to say anything about anything until I start doing it, right? Just because they don't want to carry that weight of what a potential failure might be. But whether you tell people anything or not, there's also there's a potential failure that we try to carry, we try to carry within ourselves. And I think that, you know, just being honest with yourself when you're not happy is a big part of, of, of playing the game of winning. Like you have to really be able to be like, I don't like this. I got to start over. It, might, it won't be a lot. Now, again, I'm going to talk positive. It won't be a lot. I can still win. I'm not too old. I still got time. Like all of these things that are promising and positive to help you find your way to the game of winning. And then when you actually get to whatever that next game is, before you jump in and try to skip levels, ask yourself the same questions over and over again. Is this the game? Am I happy? Does it bring me joy? It's, I'm not, it's not too late. All of these different things that you have to, you have to, you have to, I don't want to say beat it. You have to pull, pull into yourself so that way you can realize, because we don't got time to be wasting and not, to, to, to not be trying to play a game that we want to win in. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, yeah and, and, and to that, and I, I guess I'll, I'll give the example again, because, uh, yeah, because people might bring up things like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm not this, I'm not that. Like, all of that can be added to your questioning of possibility. So when I, when I had first uh, looked, and this is all this happened like yesterday, uh, I had I had looked like how to get a publisher for a book, and they say, well, publisher is not going to take anybody or whatever, um, unless you have like fifty thousand active following and and engagement and stuff. And I'm like, okay, how do you do this with no following? And I got different kind of answers, and I was like, oh, I would have fun doing this this way. I'm willing to do it now. Now again, like as we talked about in, in the earlier episode, I don't have an expectation of this. Like I, I have a I have an aim that I'm aiming for, but I don't have an expectation. So even if it didn't pan out how I wanted, it's still within my parameters of what I want for myself. So if y'all see a book come from me, you know that I got paid on the front end and the back end. If you don't see a book come from me, you know that is because I didn't get paid on the front end. So it, it's but but that, but that's what I'm, I'm comfortable with. Like I'm fine with that. Like if I don't ever put out a book. Cause I know I can always write one maybe later if I want to self-publish, but for right now, for today, no, that's not, that's not a game that I want to play. Nah, I, I'm with you 100%. And I just, I just love the fact that we could call it out because again, that's another practice that you, once you get to that, it helps you as you're building. Like again, for me in real estate, number one, I can always ask myself at some point throughout the, everything that I'm doing, Stuff that I don't want. There are things that I still don't want to do in my in my game. Like, you know, for two years, I'm gonna tell y'all, for two years, I have been trying to get a website. Now I've had a website for for my brokerage, right? And then I had some problems trying to get updates. And because I had problems trying to get updates, I went down a pathway of trying to get my website up and functional the way that I wanted it to be. So Along this now, now I'm in a game <laughs> that the level is not the level that I want to play. And so what it almost what it makes me well what it made me do was forget the website. I can come up with a million reasons why I don't want the website, I don't need the website, why nobody needs the website. But then the game that I'm actually actively still playing, the one that I like, it started to tell me. That you need, you need the website. You you gotta that website. You got everything you need, and you'll be good. But if you want this next little piece, you gotta get that much. And so for me, it was like, okay, cool. Now I'm finna play a game that I don't want to play. And so what I did, just like I told you, I did in the very beginning. Now I have multiple games going on. I got the PlayStation and the, and the Xbox going on this Xbox. I don't know how the remotes work. It's like I don't know how to build no website. I figured it out. But with me figuring it out was I had to figure out what in it was going to be fun for me. 
what in it I was going to have some joy with. And the thing that I was able to come to was just understanding how it all works. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. Now, again, I didn't want to design any of it. Trust me. But as I clicked on buttons, I realized, oh, this is pretty cool. And I found out that I was more happy with being inquisitive versus just fixing the site. So along with me just being inquisitive and clicking on buttons, I would just fill in everything as I went because of what I was clicking on. And so that's why I say I had to find out in it what made sense for me in order to do it. Now, along the way, I started to have have joy with the creation of it. And I started to do extra stuff that I never anticipated because of the way that I was looking at it. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, I, I love that. Like it, it, even similar, um, a couple of days ago, my check engine light came on. I had to go, you know, take my car to the shop, get the diagnostic done and all of that. So they, they told me, you know, all of the things that needed to be done. I'm like, hey, I don't want to play that game of paying for all of this. So I was like, could get a new car, but then I, I calculated the odds. I was like, I'd rather just go ahead and pay for, you know, get this fixed up uh, than, you know, have a new note and all of that stuff. So then um, I was like, okay, how can I increase my odds? How can I, how can I play the game of winning? So they send me this report of all the stuff I need. And I was like, well, who I know that just know car stuff? Cause I don't know car stuff. Hit up Mark, shout out to Mark. Uh, I was like, look, man, they, I was like, if you, if you can tell me what, what of this can I do myself or, or what of this that I don't need right now? And he told me, he was like, man, you can do this. You can do this. Maybe you should get this done. You can do this. I was like, cool. So then I was like, okay, let me, for the things he said I could do, let me look on a, a YouTube tutorial. Couple of them things, nah, they won that game. I'm not playing that game. Uh, I'm gonna have that. That's, that's, what, that's what I had them do. And then the rest, I was like, I can do this. Let me get this part. This part cheap. I'm saving me like over six hundred dollars by doing it this way. But I increased my odds. I, I made it to a level that I was willing to play, uh, and I knew my my limits as well. Like I knew what I, I didn't want to lose or didn't want to do uh, on the low end. So yeah, it, it's it's. It's all about, as they would say, maybe managing risk, but it's not even that. It's, it's, it's just managing your, your limitations of what you want versus what you don't want. And then just just stacking the odds in your favor. So I want to uh, I want to shout out to Mark one more time. So shout out to Bear, man. Um, and, and, and even in that same tense, look, one time my head gasket went out in my truck. Right. And I hit up Bear. I hit up Mark and I was like, hey, man, he's like, oh, man, you, you could do that mug. And I looked at the mud and I was like, nah, that's taking the motor top out. Like, I can't do no I mean, you saying I can, but that is definitely not a game that I want to play. But this is the beauty of it, though, right? No matter how hard a game is, I play it with my friends anytime. Yeah. So I had to find out what makes sense for Troy. So I hit him up and I was like, look, I can't do that. He's like, well, I'll do it with you. I was like, all right, cool. So I pulled up to his shop and we took my motor apart and all this kind of stuff like, and it was actually fun. Like, again, I would even doing it with him. This is where we talk about playing games that's not your game to play. Even doing it with him, I would never do it by myself. I would never go back and do what me and him did to my truck by myself because I I would not I, – I could win that game. I don't think that I would be there to win that game. Yeah. Um, but um, I said I'll have to say that, uh, again, the key here is finding out in it what works for you finding out in this game that what works for you and then once you find out you know being open for all the possibilities create levels create you know that pathway to make it grow like with me and mark i had to find out that you know what i don't want to do this but if i'm doing it with my friend it's going to be fun and because of that after the fact because i opened up the fun to working on the car specifically working on it with my friend whenever he sent me other things that were simple i was more apt to do them i was more open to doing them because i already saw or i already felt the joy and the comfortability in doing it so now i was more inquisitive like oh i can't really do this go ahead jay yeah i, I love that and yeah and, and if, if i would add to that too with, with with increasing your odds of, of winning or, or playing the winning game, no, be specific. Be as specific as possible. Like, like you said, you, you might want to say, "I want to get good at cars," but you don't really want to get good at cars. You want to get good at, at what your car needs, but you don't really want to get good at it. You just need it to be done at one time. So it's like there, there's different levels of specificity once you know what you want. 
And it, it makes it that much easier because somebody could be walking down the street. Oh, I got that. I can do that. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, great. But they might not know how to do nothing else, but they can do that one thing. And so it, it just it just helps. So that's why it's very important to know exactly what you want at any given moment. So I'm going to put this in the universe before we, because I know we get to the end of the show. Like one of the things that you and I have both talked about and you actually talked about on this was having a book, right? And I always felt like we could have a book for perfect mode, but the reality of it was the game of it, we don't want to play. I don't want to physically write the book. So we've been putting in the universe, anybody that wants to write this perfect mode book for us and let us curate and, and you know, kind of walk you through it, we're definitely open for that. Um, but, you know, go ahead, Jay. Well, I will say, no, I, I'm excited to write a perfect mode book. But, okay, but in, the same, in the same thing, I'm not excited to write a book if if I don't know it's going to sell. You know what I mean? Like it's unless I'm getting paid up front for a certain amount for my for that. You know what I mean? So so again, like since I know that about myself, that's what I'm willing to do. But if it's like, let's just write a book just to write, write a book. Nah, I'm not with that right now. And, and, I, and I'm telling you what I'm putting in the area is that somebody will write the book for us <laughs> and we'll get paid up front and on the back end once it's done. But see, I, but but even to that, like a perfect mode book, I wouldn't want nobody else to write it. Like, and, and but like I, I would want to be a part of it. I, I know I can still curate what they say and all of that. But, but but again, like for something like that, if it's another book, oh yeah, they can do that. But perfect mode book, nah, I, I gotta have my hands all over that. So I'm gonna give y'all one more thing to add to this <laughs> for that person that can get in our heads because I don't know what I don't know what this worth with it. If you can get in our heads, you're right. You're right. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or, or you can take the wisdom from all the shows that we you just watch all the shows and just hey, take man. it from there. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's it. That's what we're talking about. But I'll say this, man. Uh, we're grateful for everybody that joined us today. <laughs> and y'all get to see how we kind of ripped off each other at the end because we do this all the time. Um, but we're grateful because without y'all, we wouldn't be here. We'd definitely be doing something, we, but we wouldn't be here. And I hope that y'all realize <clears throat> that, again, you are perfect. And one thing that you should take with that is that the game you choose to play, the game of winning that you choose to be in can be perfect too. But you have to be honest with yourself. You cannot just breeze through and think that it's going to be okay, especially when you're playing a game that you don't want to play. I'm not saying that it won't be okay, meaning you won't be okay. But the reality of it is you're here for a reason. And I think that we all was here to win in our own special, specific way. And you have to be honest with yourself to say that, you know what, I've been spending my mental, you know, time, I, you know, all, all of me doing this. And it's not where my heart is. It's not where my love is. It's not where my joy is. It's not, I don't feel like leveling up. I'm not chasing these endorphins. And then reevaluate, look at what you're doing, look at the new game and make it make sense for you. Jay, you got this, man. You can take yeah, it, up, that, bro. You, you made me think about this real quick uh, before we were ending. Uh, no, again, yeah, really looking at the games you're already playing, like like perfect mode. We're, we're playing a game within perfect mode, but what game are we playing? But we're obviously enjoying the game because this is our fourth season. This is our fourth year. Like that's that's crazy. Again, in the beginning, if you said we're gonna do this for four years, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't have signed up for that game, but. They're, they're, we love playing the game, but then the question is, what game are we actually playing? And I, I've been diving into that for myself as well, which is pretty cool, which I should be doing with you because we're doing this together. But it's that I just want to just give a real life example of how there are certain games we don't even realize we're playing. So we don't even know what it will take to, to win or increase our chances of winning. Uh, but go ahead. Look, you want to say something? And I, I want to go back to that real quick. And that's the reason why I said look at everything you're doing like a game. Try to everything because if you can do that i think that we all have some kind of relations to games whether it's actual uh consoles or games on your phone and they all have the same premise level up and get to the end i never i never played a game that didn't have that you know what i mean um even if you play card games it's like get the most you know whatever so um look at everything like a game go ahead jay i, I quit a game like that because they, they just kept increasing level i'm like man nah i, I can't win this game i got quit <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, but go ahead. Clash of Clans, baby. 
Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that show is. Well, I forgot. Show did quick that. But yeah, um, yeah, appreciate everybody that, that rock with us today. If you found this helpful, hit that share button, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And yeah, just remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Chill. Yeah. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down? Step into your perfection. Welcome to perfect where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. Perfect. Everything.